All right, so episode five, I guess we'll lead off with we all kind of all the families got together and we went on a, all the families like a mafia, but we all went on a cruise together. <laughs> yep. I so, thought it was great. I, I'm interested to know your uh, honest feedback on the cruise since you didn't want to go. I fought it very hard initially. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was a, uh, it was a new experience. What do you think was probably the worst part? Uh Man, probably, I don't even know, Pro- probably the the stupid shows. <laughs> really? But, well, so, okay, so not like the big nightly show, like like what we went to, uh-huh. like the intermittent shows, like you walk by the terrible cruise, like oh. I always thought that like the terrible cruise lounge singer was like a stereotype thing. Mm-hmm. No, that's legit. Yeah, Those was, people were terrible. It was bad on that boat. Um, some I've been on boats where it's been a little better, but but the big shows have been worse. So it's like, I think maybe they save like their true talent for like the big shows at night and they put like their C and D team in during the day. Oh, for... that was, that was the D team for sure. It's always hard to, and I don't, I don't know, it's probably going to come off wrong, but I always think it's hard for like a lot of the performers on the boat are not American, but yet everything they're performing is American music. And so it's hard sometimes I think to get the right like nuance to American music when you're when you're not American. <laughs> so it makes it kind of... Because it happened a couple times. It wasn't just the one time with the bad time. But yeah. some of those like lounge ones, like I think I passed one day and they were doing... I forget what they were singing, but it was kind of like a current song, like a current country song. And they were like <laughs> Romanian or something. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, oh, the Romanian couple down there? Yeah. I was like, all right, guys. Like, I'd be more entertained if you sang something like in your own language than this. Well, what's funny is like it. We sat out there at the uh, the little bar where the smoking lounge was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we go down there and smoke a cigar or whatever, and hang out down there and listen to the world's worst karaoke. <laughs> but it was so bad, it was hilarious. Right, and that's the thing about karaoke. It's fun because it's everybody's terrible. Like if if the Romanian couple would have took it a little bit further and just been like really bad. <laughs> like, then it would have just been funny. Like, we just turned it into a com- comedy show. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine trying to perform a different language on a boat in front of people that that's their, like, I I, can't, I would never do it. So, like, I'm not saying I could do any better, but. It oh, was... I mean, I so that was always a goal of mine. I wanted to be an opera singer on a boat because I speak fluent Italian. Okay, but you don't, so. <laughs> but you I don't could. like boats. You don't like opera. You don't like singing. You don't like Italian. <laughs> like you're... I love Italian. Well, food maybe, but yeah. you don't speak it. You really know? good pasta. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, Chef Boyardee? God. That pasta on the boat was good. That was a highlight. The That was pretty good, yeah. The Italian place on the boat was good. So the other note I have for the cruise is floating Walmart. Oh, that's, yeah. The people watching there oh, yeah. was amazing. Yeah, and we were on a carnival cruise. So if anyone's ever cruised, that's pretty much all you have to say is we were on a carnival cruise and they'll know. Because that is like the Walmart of cruise ships. I love it. It's the only cruise ship I've ever been on and I love it. So It was Straight up, like, just sitting back, like, being invisible in a Walmart and just watching people pass by. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there was one day where, I don't know, I guess y'all were mean-girling me and, like, left me out of the group chat. And, like, (laughs) nobody knew where I was for half the day. And I just thought everybody was tired of my shit. So, I just hung out, like, up on the Serenity deck or 
hanging out by yeah. myself. And I need to explain that further. So on the boat, we had an uh, you could download an app and you could text like the people on the boat. So we had like a huge group text with everybody that was with us on the boat. And that whole day, everyone's like, "Where is Michael? Anybody seen Michael? What's Michael doing?" I thought he was just being a brat and wanting to be away from us because he does that sometimes. And I was like, I don't know, whatever. If he doesn't want to be around us, that's his deal. And then he comes walking down at like, yeah, it was like five o'clock. I was like, where have you been? He's like, I've been up there all day. Like nobody came up there. <laughs> it's like, we've all been asking where you are. Yeah. So apparently he didn't add himself. Not that we didn't add you. You had to add yourself to the I group. I don't think you could add yourself. I had to be added to the group. And that's nobody not true. thought about me. Everybody forgot that I was even there and it's okay. <sighs> that's not what happened at all. And then after that, we once he was added, then he just complained about how much we messaged for the rest of the freaking trip <laughs> on the group text. But he did get a day of uh Sol- solitary because that was it was so nice <laughs> yeah i bet it was one of your favorite days i just hung up, up on top with like all the old people that didn't talk yeah the old ladies that were wearing bikinis they definitely should not have been i wearing. love it though like we were angie and i were talking about that how like it's one it's like it's a little bit like shocking at first like, oh god they're in a two-piece but then i'm like good if they can be in a two-piece i can be in a two-piece like so it kind of I love it. I mean, it's it is shocking, but once you get used to it, then you're just fine. <laughs> the the last note, which was probably the highlight for me, was the silent disco. Just because it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Well, you know, I have. I mean, I, multiple reasons why I didn't have fun, but I the most the number one reason I didn't have fun is I don't like wearing headphones. Like it's very stressful to me. I know he makes me wear them for this. Otherwise I would not. <laughs> it's very stressful to me, especially to be in a group of people and not be able to like hear if I'm about to be attacked or like hear if like someone's shooting or like, you know, hear that. And so it's very scary to me. So immediately when I put them on, I was like, oh, I don't like this because I feel like Oh, it was the best thing because I put them on and immediately turned the volume off. So I looked like I was blending in with everybody, but I could hear it. It was amazing. It was like an autistic basketball game. Just sneakers squeaking on the floor and just everybody like mumbling and humming to the song. Yeah. A couple of times I did pull them off just to like give myself a break. It was just listening to everybody singing like crazy off key. It was pretty fun. And then shout out to those little dancers that we think is in the ship sex ring those teenagers that were there that were dancing they were great they like danced we we had a one of the channels was like playing weird like classical music and so we had that on and they did too obviously because they were like doing like ballet to it it was amazing everybody else was like twerking the the interpretive dance Mm -hmm. true yeah so go go in on this whole like this sex ring conspiracy theory that you have about these cruise trips Cruise kids. Yeah. So there was this group of like. Not kids. Sorry. Teenagers. They were were probably like, I would say maybe like 18 to 22 ish, somewhere in that age range. They could have been over 18. I don't know. But there was, we saw, we actually ended up seeing four of them, two guys and two girls. And they didn't look like they belonged with anyone else. Like we didn't see any parental type figures, but they all had gold cruise cards which means i think that means you've done 25 or more cruises so like that's a lot of freaking cruises to get a gold card so that was kind of weird we were like and then we thought maybe they work for the maybe we thought they were like employees of the boat um but i think patrick asked the one kid the white kid and they're not and then he like wouldn't talk about anything and they just left so (laughs) 
Like, oh, no, they're on to me and ran mm-hmm. away. And so Patrick was like, I think these kids might be part of some weird, like, prostitution ring on the boat. And I was like, oh, God, maybe so. So then we're, like, obsessed with them. Then we're, like, watching everywhere they go and, like, seeing where they are. And it, it was just... It was just weird. So like, just you guys stalking these two kids, and they're probably talking about y'all. They being were some like kind of weird, thinking we're gonna like kidnap them or something. <laughs> like these people are like keeping tabs on us. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, but we're always thinking stuff like that. Like we're always thinking things that are not real. So it probably wasn't real, but I still think it's how do they get twenty five cruises? Where are the parents? Who's paying for these cruises? Like, how do they know each other? Because they they acted like they knew each other, but they weren't like friends. I don't know. It was weird. So while we're on weird conspiracies that came up on the cruise ship we were having dinner one night and you looked me straight in the face and started talking about underwater people please explain like mermaids but not like in the sense of like ariel but like so there's a lot of theories that when if you believe in evolution that when you know whatever Sorry, I keep hitting this. I know it's getting on your nerves. I'm going to stop hitting it. Um, so whatever species, like, decided to go to land, that that same core one, some of them stayed in the water. Some stayed in the water, some went to land. So that there's this kind of, like, human-type animal in the water. That's all it is. I mean. So, so you think that, like, literally the, the human species split. And you have I think it's possible. land humans and water humans. Yes, I think it's very possible. I mean, I don't know because I've never seen one, but oh, it you makes seem sense. Pretty damn convinced. Well, because it just why not? Like, why wouldn't? And there's so the reason I'm so convinced is because there's so many people who have seen them. Like a lot who of people seen have them? seen them. Like a lot of like fishermen, like people who live on the water, who spend like their whole life on the water. They've seen them. And and people have been talking about them for ever and ever and ever and ever. Like people have been talking about werewolves and vampires for forever. Also believe they existed, so and giants. Okay. So like that's what I mean. Like giant okay, giants I might can get on board with. Giants are in the Bible, just so you know. Well, you've seen this whole like Minnesota Vikings, uh or not the Minnesota Giants thing, like the the bodies that they unearthed in Minnesota that were like Nine they found, feet tall or something. but they found a lot of like giant skeletons and stuff like that. Like they found them out west. They there's there's this whole thing about the redheaded giants. I don't know if you've heard about them, but well, redheads are mutants anyway. So. <laughs> well, so kind of. So a lot of like ancient alien people talk about redheaded giants being the combination of an alien breeding with a human. And then in the Bible, there's actually a whole thing about these these like um, angels breeding with humans and it created these kind of like mutant giants um that a lot of people think are kind of like the titans but yeah giants for sure real so on this whole like evolutionary pathway do you so i've I've got some thoughts on like ancient technology and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. how old humanity actually is are you one of the people that believes like uh like, we had a super advanced civilization at one point, and it just got completely wiped out, and we had mm-hmm. to start over. I think that there has been a civilization more advanced than what we are currently in the past. Um, and I don't know, I don't, I mean, obviously, I don't know anything. That's just what I think from all the shows I watch on Discovery Channel about ancient aliens. But I do think so, because some of the stuff, like, 
not only the stuff, but the how you'll find like the same exact like drawings on one continent and another. So like how how were we intercontinental? I mean, do you believe the whole Pangea thing? Like it all split I do. up? And- I do. But I think it's even more so than that because like like even the same type of buildings, like you I don't know. I don't I think that the buildings were done after Pangea split. So I think all of our timeline is like millions of years wrong. Like there's a you ever read Graham Hancock, who's like fingerprints of the gods, uh, those books. Mm-mm. He he's like one of the ones that like all the all the scientists like crap on because like uh, they don't believe any of his theories about how old humanity is and all that kind of stuff. So it's I don't know. He's he's one of those guys that that thinks it goes back like way way far. I do too. I think it. Yeah, I think it's like I think we're really really off on where we think we are, and. Not just like our existence, but like the world, like the our Earth's existence too. So, on that note, the is there a possibility that that ancient ancient civilization perfected space travel and is already inhabiting other planets? Possibly. That's that's something that does kind of make sense. Um, or, I mean, it could be anything that could have caused the like regression i guess you could call it i mean honestly we're i don't know i don't know if i want to say i feel like we're kind of regressing now um in a sense i mean yeah you look at like a span of thousands of years not like in our lifetime we're not going to see regression but just with um just the way like well like freaking idiocracy did you ever watch it i haven't uh it's on my list watch that freaking movie oh my gosh (laughs) same thing like you have kind of some of your brightest minds aren't necessarily reproducing anymore. So you're kind of getting, I don't know how to say this without being. Well, so kind of, kind of along that line, like think about the technological advancements we made between let's say 19, let's say 1920 to 1970. So that's 50 years, right? Mm-hmm. What have been the technology technological advancements we've made between 1970 and 2020? Besides perfecting technology that we had already invented by then, right. we haven't really done a whole lot of giant leaps Mm-mm. between them. Because you think about the difference between 1920 and 1970, that was huge. Mm-hmm. But what we've got now is we're basically doing the same thing. Like everything's getting smaller. Computers were around, but now they're right. smaller, they're yeah. faster. Yeah, but we're not making like huge discoveries. I mean, we haven't put anybody on the moon in forever. Oh, wow. Like, space travel is... So we haven't put people on the moon because there's already people on the moon, so that's why we can't put people on the moon. But we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's people on the water, there's people on the moon. No, where where else are no, there the people? people? The people on the moon are not... are not they're, they're, they're aliens. They're from another planet. But they're definitely there. And I, I think the moon is a satellite for another planet. But... So they work there. They're, like, stationed there. They have to work there on the satellite. You know? It's like space station, but... You know, uh, are we like are we talking like dark side of the moon type stuff? I don't know what that means, but I just mean like like the people who have been on the moon have said there are other people on the moon. <laughs> There's a reason we haven't been back because like it's already uh I don't know the word. It's already, <laughs> it's already controlled in, by someone inhabited? else. Inhabited. Yes. Okay. 
but not like a not like a moon people. Not they're they're like an. Oh god, it's gonna sound so crazy. <laughs> this is why I don't like telling people that I have a podcast because I don't want people to know. <laughs> well, this is the only reason we started this podcast, Mary, is so I can drag this out of you. Yeah, I, I really do. I think it's a satellite. I think that another, you know. I don't know. What do you call an alien? Like other than an alien, because it sounds so stupid to call them an alien. Because there's so much like more advanced than us. So, but I think that they, that the moon, that they made the moon. The moon is a satellite for them. So, do you think they came from our solar system, or are they from Mm-mm, probably another? Because here's here's why I, I led down this whole path. Like I've, I've been talking, looking into like quantum, like they're. Listen to a lot of Elon Musk talking about how how we can travel to different planets and stuff like that and how we need to be an interplanetary species and whatever. So the only way that we can get to another solar system, because if, if right now our only options are we have to inhabit a planet in our own solar system, right? Mm-hmm. The only way to inhabit a planet outside of our solar system, I wrote this down, uh, I believe he said it would take 100,000 years at the current fastest speed for us to reach the next star. Unless you can find a portal. A portal? In space and time. Unless you can find a, like we've talked about before, unless you can find a fold, then then you could do it. Well, and that's, that's what they were talking about, was trying to develop like quantum engines or whatever that would go faster than the speed of light. I don't know that it's necessarily about but, but going... But at the current fastest speed that a person has ever traveled, it would take us 100,000 years. Right, because we are a million years behind everybody else. And so if you like, think about the total of human civilization, it is less than 100,000 years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so think about that on a spaceship trying to get somewhere. But yeah, but it's not about going faster. It's about finding the the overlap. It's finding the fold. Because then you don't have to go fast. You just have to go through the right spot. You know what I mean? Yes. Do you or are you just saying that? I'm trying not to laugh at you. Why? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you laughing? You never have to go fast. You just got to find the right spot. That's the truth, though. Like, if you're talking about, like, like space travel to that, where things are so far that you wouldn't, the lifespan won't survive the travel time, then you have to shorten the space and time. Well, so that's what they were talking about. It was like, it would have to be a generational uh, crew, basically. Like, you would have to have generations of people living on a ship to get to the next place. But that's so, like... You never watched Orville, right? Uh-uh. So they had a whole episode about... Um, there was uh, <clears throat> another planet that basically had to do this, and they launched a spacecraft that basically mimicked the Earth or, or their planet or whatever you want to call it. And so now I'm hitting it. Yeah, see. <laughs> so it it mimicked whatever their planet was. Like it had artificial sun and, and land and all that stuff. And they were traveling through space trying to get to the next thing. Well, basically their engine stopped. And so they just went so many generations, like just living in the spaceship that they thought it was a planet. Mm. Like they had no idea that they were on a spaceship going to another place because they were on there so long that, that's it weird. just it just became like a a myth or a legend, and I think that's where the flat Earth people are now. Is we're actually mm. just on a spaceship trying to make it to the next place. Maybe, but again, that's I don't feel like that's the answer to space travel. It's not generational or sustaining some spacecraft for a hundred thousand years. It's 
figuring out how to either manipulate space and time or at least find where those folds are because they have to exist. I don't know if that's what a black hole is. That's what a lot of people think, but you don't know because once you go in, you know, so I don't know. And I think that would be the key is getting back. Right. But depending on how that space and time is manipulated, you may not be able to come back. Yeah, but how do we know that it's actually working? You don't. Unless you have enough technology on the other side of that to make it back. So that would be the problem is like now we're just sending people through black holes. We don't know what's happening to exactly. them. Exactly. Because even if we sent someone, because I'm always like that, why don't they just send someone? We can send them, but we're not going to be able to get information back. I think they, they sent one of the, like a, didn't the Russians send a dog or something through a black hole? I don't know. What is a dog going to do? Speak to <laughs> us? I mean, even if he could talk to us, what's he going to do? He might be able to speak when he gets on the other oh, side. Oh, God. That, no, I can't. <laughs> No, but I mean, and I say all this, I'm very interested in all of it, but there's no amount of money you could pay me to go to space. None. Really? Absolutely not. I would never go to space. It's the most terrifying thing I could possibly imagine. No, absolutely not. If they said, if you stay here, you're dying. If you go to space, you live. I'm dying on Earth because I'm not going to space. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Wouldn't it be the same thing as going on a cruise ship? Like you're just stuck out in the middle of the ocean. No, I can swim in the ocean. What, am I going to swim in space? Mary, we were in the middle of the Caribbean. You ain't getting nowhere. I mean, if I had to survive and wait for, like, the Coast Guard, if you get thrown out of a freaking, if your spaceship blows up in the middle of space, there's no Coast Guard coming. There's no we swimming. The, we got the Space Force now. The Space Force is not going to, you'll be dead like that. You'll just shrivel up into a freaking raisin. You'll be dead. Uh-uh. I'm not going to space. It's, mm-mm. I think I would go to space. Uh-uh. I would not. That literally, there's nothing on Earth that would make me go to space. The only way I'd go to space is if I had to save my kids' lives, and then I would just know that I was just dying for them. Like, But to me, going to space means death, <laughs> 100%. Jeez, really? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. I watched a weird movie when I was a kid, this like space camp movie, and it really stressed me out about space. So. Was it, uh, was it uh, Friday the 13th where Jason goes to space? No, it was called Space Camp. Space camp? Yeah, we. I don't know if it was a real movie. So my mom, my mom had this uh, movie service when we were kids called Feature Films for Families. We were only allowed to watch like certain things. They went through a period where we, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. They've been through a lot of little phases, but one of the phases we could only watch like moral movies and like like Veggie Tales. Kind of, but it was pre Veggie Tales because. Or older than that. So this moral movie ruined space for you? There were a lot of really scary movies. There was one called The Buttercream Gang. It was very scary. That does sound scary. (laughs) It was. (laughs) It was like, like these kids got like abandoned and they were having to like fend for themselves. And then there was one called, um, oh, what was that freaking movie? The girl went through time on a zip line from like a barn to her house. But when she, when she traveled back in time, it was like. I don't know, it was like the 20s or something, and she wasn't allowed to wear, like, pants to school. And she was getting, like, bullied. And, like, it was this terrifying thing because, like, no one believed her that she had been. So, anyways, it was a feature. It was called Feature Films for Families. And we would get a VHS service. They would come in the mail. And we would get one. And then we'd watch it, like, a hundred times because we had nothing else to watch. We didn't have cable or anything. So, yeah. I wish I could remember the name of that one where she did the zip line. It was a great movie. But it was a little stressful. And she was the whole time she was trying to figure out how to get back. 
No, but it did kind of open my mind to time travel, which, so you know. So this is the basis of all of your... Feature films for families <laughs> got me into time travel, <laughs> terrified of space. Did they have a people underwater movie? No, uh, no, not that I can remember. <laughs> Always thinking I'm going to be killed or mugged to the Buttercream Gang. Yeah, I guess that, it all goes back to that. Well, I guess that whole moral movie <laughs> thing really worked out. I did watch a lot of Free Willy because my little sister was obsessed with Free Willy and she watched it constantly. Like all day, every day from the time she was like three until she was like seven. That was, I think my uh, younger stepbrother had a thing for like Air Bud. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. We watched that stupid, because it was like right after DVDs came out and we watched that freaking DVD like on a loop. Did you have a movie like that that you watched like repeatedly as a kid? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't. I don't know. I never really cared for movies all that much. Mm. Mine was "Look Who's Talking." I hate that movie so. Much. I watched "Look Who's Talking." <laughs> I, could, I seriously like like no exaggeration. I've probably seen that movie a hundred times as a kid, and now that I'm an adult. That's not really a kid movie. Like, no. Why was I watching that over and over and over and over and over again? Weird, huh? You know what? We we used to watch. Uh, God, what was that guy's name? He did like the songs and skits and stuff. Um, I don't know. My grandmother had all of his movies, and we we'd watch those all the time. Who? Ray, Ray something. I can't remember his name. Mm-mm. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll send it to you. It's They're really stupid and like super cheesy, but they were like family friendly. Well, I'm surprised like, I'm watching them. If they were on cable, then we didn't have cable. They wasn't cable. It was like, I don't I don't even know where she found these things. We got cable later. Like my grandmother, we were talking about this the other day. Like if we wanted to watch like cartoons or something, like mm-hmm. my grandmother had cable. We didn't have cable growing up. Oh, uh, okay. Like we had bunny ears and like yeah. they were wrapped in tinfoil that went like you could take it up and like. Tack it to the ceiling and stuff. Yeah. But uh, anytime we were at my grandmother's house, like I was glued to the TV because they had Nickelodeon and Cartoon mm-hmm. Network. and We got cable later. Like, I want to say probably when I was in like middle school, we got cable. But prior to that, my best friend, she always had cable. And I was over there all the time anyways. But I remember in middle school, I wanted to watch Dawson's Creek. And I wasn't allowed to watch Dawson's Creek. Too slutty. Yeah. And I feel like I missed out a lot because, like, everybody my age watched it. And so everybody my age, like, makes references to this show that I was never allowed to watch. (laughs) I was very – I felt very much like an outcast because I wasn't allowed to watch Dawson's Creek. So not enough to where I've rewatched it as an adult because I really don't care. But (laughs) I was going to say you haven't, like, gone back and see see what you missed. I feel like I missed the the wave, you know? like I Yeah, probably. I would have had to watch it as, like, a 13-year-old to be into it. I don't think it holds up. Angie, th- Angie probably disagrees with me. I never thought that dude was was hot. The one that's got like a thousand kids now. The the main guy. Dawson? Yeah. Uh, Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. I think he's got like seven kids or something. Really? Yeah. And they're all like blonde headed. Like it's weird. I saw, a, I don't know, I saw a thing online about it. but <laughs> The other one was kind of hot. The, I don't know. The one, the one that s- went on, um, did a Fringe. Do you ever watch Fringe? Uh-uh. You and all your conspiracy stuff, you never watched Fringe? Mm-mm. Dude, Fringe was like the ultimate conspiracy theory TV when show. When did it come out? I probably wasn't allowed to watch it. No, it was, uh, it was like, what, 2010, oh. 2012? Oh, like okay. No, I was having babies then. I didn't watch anything. 
We watched Everybody Loves Raymond at night. That was like so, all we ever got to watch. Honestly, I think Fringe still holds up. Like you, really? could, you could probably go back and watch it. I think it's like on like HBO Max or maybe Netflix or something. But Fringe holds up. It's yeah, I'll do that. It's like all this stuff that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They did it all on Fringe. It's, really? It would be like your MythBusters. Hmm. I have to maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like friends, it was like, you know, Harvard professor that interdimensional, all this other stuff. Like they ended up like fighting two dimensions together. It was, it was, that does sound right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, it was like conspiracy theory, crime, drama. It was great. Hmm. Yeah, literally right up. Like, yeah, I've never heard of this it. This is so. where I feel like you get like, maybe it's on at night and you don't even realize it. And it's just osmosis <laughs> and all this in your head. No, I have, I get a lot of this from... Um, I don't know, like, I would like to say I watch a lot of Ancient Aliens. Like, that gives me a lot of stuff. And then, um... See, I don't watch it, most of that stuff because I hate the that way that guy. they... Well, it's not that guy. It's all of those History Channel and Discovery shows. They all start and end the same way. Did Hitler actually move to Venezuela? And then at the end of it, it's, well, nobody really knows. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he did. But... Maybe he didn't. There's no answers. Yeah, but that's, I mean, I think that's the whole thing. You have to kind of figure it out for yourself or decide whether you believe it or not. Because, like. I went through an hour of watching this stupid show and they didn't tell me. Hitler definitely went to Argentina, just so you know. But wait, is it Argentina or. Yeah, Argentina yeah, is the one where, where all, the, all the Nazis went. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I think they were, like, still finding them up until a couple of years ago, like, like Nazis down in Argentina and mm-hmm. stuff. There's a great show on Netflix. Is it Netflix? I think it's on Netflix called Hunters. Yeah. That's a really, really good show. But <laughs> how far off topic are we? We're not that far. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think. I don't know. Definitely nowhere on my list. I was going to say, you want, you want to hit one of yours real well, quick? Well, mine are, mine are going to be a pretty sharp turn, I think. Let's see. Maybe. Oh. I just like watching you try um, to put your thing in down here. <laughs> with my thumb. Uh, I don't know if we want to talk about Epstein and Cosby. We can if you want to. Um, like that one's been on your list for a while. Yeah. All right. Let uh, let's do it. Please go ahead. Here's my thing. You don't think they're that bad? I don't. And no, no, no. It's not actually not that. It's not that I don't think. Well, first of all, well, let's just talk about Epstein because I I don't want to get into Cosby. You want to split that? Let's just talk about Epstein because do I think he's a bad person? Yeah. Do I think he's a slummy guy? Yeah. But there's a lot of slummy guys. What bothers me about Epstein is the girls that were involved, one, they were like, the original girls were like 15, 16. Okay, 16, because they were driving themselves to his house. So I don't understand how we, as a general public, as the law or whatever, will say that a 16-year-old can understand right and wrong. What's wrong? I was, oh. I, was, I was looking to make sure it was still recording. Oh, I don't okay. want to miss any of this. <laughs> we say at 16, this girl is capable of understanding right and wrong enough to drive a car. If she hits and kills someone inside a car, she is responsible for that accident. She's going to have consequences. If she decides to drink and drive, That's she's going to be you know, held accountable for that choice. But if that same 16-year-old drives to a grown man's house and does whatever she does multiple times on her own by her own choice. She's exempt from all accountability for her participation in that because she's under the age of 18 and because what she's doing there is of a sexual nature. So I don't like how we split 
especially for girls, and this is where everyone's going to hate me, but especially for girls, when they're under the age of 18, we act like they're not accountable or responsible for any choice as it as if it relates to a, a sexual conduct. But any choice that is non-sexual, they're treated like they're, you know, reasonable and responsible enough to be treated as an adult. And it makes no sense to me. So I, <clears throat> I, I don't disagree with you there. I, I think that it, it's a cop-out for girls, or, or it's society treating them like they're not capable of making their own decisions. Um, but... I don't think that the initial contact is what the whole issue with Epstein was. I think it was more the trafficking people to the island. and Exactly. But who was the main one recruiting girls? Oh, it was Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, and the 16-year-old girls that were the original well, ones. Yeah. They are just as responsible, if not more so, than he is. Is he a creep and a disgusting guy? Yeah. But again, a lot of men are. Like, he is no exception. He is not, like, this one in a million. There's a lot of guys like that out there. They can only be successful in what they do if all these other people around them are complicit and help them be disgusting. Well, so I think I think that's where everybody says Epstein this and Epstein that. Like, it's – I think Epstein was more of a useful idiot. Like yes. if the, I think all of this was a CIA thing. Like, all of it, 100%. But I, I think if you really look into Ghislaine Maxwell, she's got a lot more ties to that community than Epstein himself. He was right. just like the dumb dumb at the top that they used. To, he was the scapegoat. Right. right. He he was always planned to be that guy because yeah. it's a lot easier to get everybody to hate on this gross. And there's a reason dude. Ghislaine is still alive. Right. And he is not. But and and even aside from like we all know he didn't kill himself. We all know he was murdered. Like okay, we get that, and we all know that she's a horrible person. But what bothers me is these girls. That are just, you know, not only are they calling themselves victims, which in a sense they are victims, but not really. Um, because, one, you continue to go back over and over and over again. You've got other people, and you know, into this. Your own friends. Like, nobody ever said anything. No one ever tried to stop it. Some girls did. Like, the ones that, I don't know if you watched the thing, but like the, yeah. the girls that went to like the horse farm thing mm-hmm. and they were like, Hello, this is weird. Like this, yeah. they tried, and everyone's just like, no, don't listen to them. Everybody has to do that. Everybody has to say, hello, this is weird. Like, we can't keep doing this. Like, I just watched the freaking Jared from Subway thing, and it's the same thing. He was only able to be a successful pedophile because all these people around him who don't call themselves pedophiles yeah. enabled that behavior. So if you're part of the problem, sorry, if you're if you're a 16-year-old girl and you're repeatedly driving to a man's house to do sexual favors, I'm sorry, hon, but you're part of the problem. Stop doing it. So you haven't looked into the Andrew Tate thing at all. I no. keep bringing up Andrew Tate and you, you refuse to look I still don't even know who it. he is. I'm sorry. Okay. So if for no other reason, don't, don't look into any of the misogyny, all this other crap. Look into why he's in jail right now. I do know about that a little bit, only because my kids told me. So these two girls that made a ton of money working for him, like, okay, let's say what he did was a slimeball business to be in. Okay, let's, he basically ran an OnlyFans farm. Like he had girls, he had webcam set up. Girls could go in and, and do their webcam thing for OnlyFans, whatever. 
they came there under their own volition. Nobody made them turn the cameras on. Nobody made them do whatever they did on camera. They were able to come and go as they please. They have video of these girls leaving the compound and coming back, getting an Uber, the security guard helping them with their bags and stuff. Like all of these things they have video of. And these two guys are still in jail because believe all women. Yeah. Like, well, so they're saying that these two women had no accountability for their actions at all. Yeah. Like they're, I think it's a detriment to women. Like it's women's history month, guys. Let's talk. Not about only it. is it a detriment to women, but b- again, because you are volunteering to perpetuate this cycle of whether it's pedophilia or, you know, sexual abuse or whatever it is. There are people who don't have a choice, yep. who are now, because it's powerful, he's powerful enough, say the pedophile, the bad guy, the villain, whatever, he's powerful enough now to where he can actually get the ones who don't have a choice. And now, yep. that's how you get into like six-year-olds, seven-year-olds who don't have a choice, don't have any freaking clue what's <clears throat> going on, because those middle people, they're the reason that that pedophile is successful. And that's my problem with Epstein, is because I think it's the classic, you can see it, you can see... You can see the higher ups that are in the clouds that are never going to be held accountable. All the people that used his services to get girls or whatever. Then you're going to see him. He's the bad guy. He's the villain. He's whatever. He's the pedophile. Okay. Then there's his, whatever she was, girlfriend. What what do they call her? Partner? Blame, I, I don't know. Whatever. You know, I'm sure someone's going to say she's a victim too because she was a woman and she was in love with him or whatever. I don't whatever. think anybody's saying she's a victim. Maybe not anymore, but may, yeah. I'm sure in the beginning. But there's this middle group of the volunteers, of the ones who helped him build this successful organization of sex trafficking and sexual abuse and all that. And then the true victims are the ones down here that like literally didn't know what was going on, didn't have any choice in anything. So I'm so sick of that middle group being not held accountable because if every one of those girls, even with your thing, I don't even know anything about that. But if they would, if they wouldn't have done that. How would he have been successful in this? Like, you're literally building up pedophiles and then calling yourself a victim. Like, stop. No. Stop doing it. Stop helping a pedophile be a pedophile. I don't know. It's very frustrating to me. I like that you get all fired up. Because it's annoying because you're never going to see the real victims. Yeah. You're not. You're never going to see the real victims and you're never going to see the extent of all the villains. So think about this right now. Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison right now for trafficking uh, for sex trafficking, right? Mm-hmm. Who did she sex traffic to? They won't. They won't reveal right. the names. That's what I'm like, saying. You're never going to see all the villains either. You're going to see what one. I'm saying. So how can she be in prison for sex trafficking if there's no proof of who she sex trafficked right. to? Well, they'll probably just say it was him. They'll probably say it was Epstein because he's dead. So then that's easy peasy. Like I want. I want Bill Clinton behind bars before before he dies. Oh no. He's the one you have a soft spot for? I don't have a soft spot. I just feel like he's so, like, dopey and dumb. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Just, it's almost like putting, like, a special needs person in jail. Like, oh, so, he's just... Okay, so my theory with the Clintons is, just like Ghislaine and Epstein, he's the dumb-dumb at the top, and Hillary's been pulling the strings the whole time. Right, but I'm not trying to get us killed. We're on a, on a public platform here. I'm not going to talk about Come at me, bro. <laughs> don't come at me. Pull, Only come at him. Pull up, Bill. <laughs> No, Bill is not the problem. Hey, shit. Pull up, Hillary. This is crazy wife. No, I don't want any I don't want any smoke from the Clintons. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> you don't want that smoke? I do not want that smoke. Come at me. 
Oh, God. But no, I mean, but yeah, they're, they're always only going to, even with the Jared thing, like, everyone knows him. So they're like, oh, he's a pedophile. Yeah, he is. It's gross. He's in prison. That's great. Too many people around him facilitated that, that you're not hearing their names, that they're not serving time. Like, it's easy to pinpoint one, but I promise no single pedophile is ever successful alone. Ever. They cannot be successful by themselves. If if there's a single pedophile, they're molesting the kids close to them, and then they end up in prison fairly quickly. If they're running some successful, huge, big operation, there's a whole lot of people supporting that. Yep. All right. So we took a little break to, so you could calm down after <laughs> yeah, the Epstein man. thing. Get me all mad about pedophiles. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think most people would be pretty angry about pedophiles. Not just a pedophile. The whole group. So I think it's pretty pertinent. Going down your conspiracy theory alley that we discussed train derailments. Yeah. So the big one that everybody's talking about is East Palestine, Ohio, Mm -hmm. which is probably the worst one. But since then, like, it's been almost every day there's been more train derailments. So I didn't really know. I mean, I'd heard about that one. And, like, I love TikToks. I'm on TikTok a lot. So I've seen a lot of that kind of stuff. But... Because you started, you brought it up, I kind of dug down into, there's a girl in there that I really, really like. She does a lot of like, um, like you're never going to hear it on the news type stuff. So I really like her. But um, she was talking about this and she was talking about not only the ones since then, but the ones before this one. And what she was saying that a lot of people think is that the goal is to get these um, toxic chemicals into the farmland. So that we won't be able to grow any kind of food. Well, I mean, so that was right before we went on the cruise, like that whole thing, like was breaking. And that was my big thing was like, they were saying that it had already gotten into the groundwater and was moving down the Ohio river Valley and it could go. I mean, they were already uh, detecting vinyl chloride in the water in West Virginia. So, I mean, it was moving quick. So here's my thing, because I'm really ignorant to all of this. One, I'm ignorant to the chemicals. Two, I'm ignorant to what's actually happening, because I don't watch any news at all. So therefore, I don't know anything. So vinyl chloride, just so you know, is uh, an ingredient for polyvinyl chloride, which is PVC, which is plastic. Okay. But vinyl chloride on its own is extraordinarily hazardous. It is like listed up there is like one of the most hazardous chemicals hazardous in for ingestion hazardous in touch breathe okay smell all of it stay the hell away from vinyl chloride so will it kill you or will it give you like a lifelong disease uh i'm not 100 percent sure the where it gets dangerous is when it leaches into water it then becomes uh I'm, i'm sorry when it burns the vapors can leach to water and turn into hydrochloric acid. Oh. Um, so okay. the, the vinyl chloride, once it burns, it burns off the vinyl portion. It attaches itself to uh, water molecule, molecules, or the hydrogen in the water molecules. Mm-hmm. So it becomes hydrochloric. Okay. So that's where uh, they were talking about weird rain and everything else up there. Like yeah. it was basically acid rain because the government went in and burned the train after it derailed to get rid of the final chloride that was leaching into the groundwater. So they're like, okay, well, instead of it just being in the water, we're going to put it in the air too. So this girl was talking about that the, uh, what's the, what's the rail? Norfolk Southern. Norfolk Southern is mainly owned by these two groups 
was like Vanguard and BlackRock. And BlackRock, yeah. Yep. Which so, basically own almost everything. You so start, that's what you she start was diving saying. into those. Because she was saying that up there, they won't, LabCorp will not test for. Correct. LabCorp won't do individual testing for it. And LabCorp's two primary shareholders are Vanguard and BlackRock. So, okay, like I know these are like, again, I, you know that I don't understand a lot about like money or anything like that. I need to know. So, okay, these are, these are companies. Yes. So these are, con- they are beyond company. They are a conglomeration of companies. They okay, are. But who is the person? Cause there's gotta be a human. Who is the person? And I swear if you tell me it's that crazy Nazi guy that's like destroying everything. Oh, Klaus Schwab. No, the old guy. Um, Klaus Schwab's old. No. Klaus Schwab's like the World Economic Forum guy. Are you talking about? Um, he was like uh, a, like an undercover Nazi, and he like killed all these Jews, and like he owns like everything. Oh my gosh! But he's actually Jewish. But I know who you're talking about. God, I can't think of his name. If he either. owns those, then I'm gonna lose it. Like, so I don't, I don't know that any one person owns those now. They're not like, it's not like Coke, like the Coke brothers own Coke K O C H. Uh, so it's not like th- those where it's owned by a, a family. But there's there's humans <clears throat> making there's decisions. There's a board. Yeah. For these companies. Yeah. I want to know who those humans are. Uh, I haven't dug that deep. <clears throat> you think it's possible to find out though? Oh yeah, that's that's so it's public record because they're publicly traded companies. Oh uh, okay. Um. So, but yeah, that like it's public record who owns these places. But okay. but if you start looking into who BlackRock owns, I think that's even more interesting because you're talking about almost everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they've got a piece of almost everything. So if you want to go down this train derailment piece, a week before the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, Netflix put out a movie called White Noise. About what? A train derailment <laughs> in Ohio full okay. of volatile chemicals, which locked down a town. Okay. Literally a week before this happened. So what, in the movie, what's the outcome? I don't okay. know. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. We need to watch it. We'll <clears> I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't think it's like the Simpsons where they're just predicting everything. But so this whole Netflix thing, like. All right, so uh, Luke Belmar is a YouTuber. Uh, he's a millionaire young guy that go and now he's he's made his money. So now he's going around and like um, making YouTube videos. Well, one of the things he did was he was like, okay, well, we're going to East Palestine. So he took his own money, bought hazmat suits, went up to East Palestine. He's taking like samples and and checking, getting independent laboratories to do sample testing and stuff. Well, he brought up the fact that I don't know if you know who. Uh, let's see, the one of the founders of Netflix, Mark Bernays Randolph. You ever heard you of him? You already know. I don't know. Who that okay, is. good. <laughs> I don't know so, who anyone is. He is the great nephew of Edward Bernays, who is the, the on his tombstone, I believe it's called. He it's said uh, the father of public relations, but everybody calls him the father of propaganda. He's literally the guy that founded the ad for selling cigarettes to women as a sign of feminism. Like literally, if if you go down this dude's rabbit hole, it is messed up. Literally the Nazis were using his books on propaganda 
to railroad the Jews. Like it was okay. It, it this dude was like in it, right? He actually helped the CIA overthrow the uh, government in was it uh, Guatemala uh, through the United Fruit Company. Uh, like it, it's a whole thing, but just the fact that Netflix is tied back to the Bernays family, which goes back to this guy and Netflix is obviously putting it out. Mm -hmm. It it just leads me to believe that this is not an accident. These are not accidents. Yeah. And the, the fact that, Oh, well magically now the government is telling us about UFOs the same week that all these train derailments start happening. What did I tell you about UFOs? When you looked at me crazy sitting at my freaking dining room table, what did I, I warned you guys because I wanted you to know and I knew you were going to think I was crazy, but you need to know. <clears throat> what did you tell me about UFOs? They, the government, not even our government, but like the, the they, like the deeper. The deep state? The deep state, like the, the, the ones that government. control everything. Yeah. They're going to stage an alien attack on the world. And it is not going to be aliens. It will not be aliens. Aliens have no need to attack us. Oh, no, I agree with that 100%. Like, literally no reason. So if you see aliens attacking, I promise you, it's just regular people (laughs) who are trying to get you to be under their control. It is not aliens. And it's going to happen, I think, fairly soon. And it's, it's just, like, super weird. Like, all of this stuff, like, just started bam, 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 bam. Train derailments, train derailments. And, like, uh, on top of this, the food factory fires continue. Like, the, the largest eggplant in the USA, like, burned that same week or something like that. Like, it's... So, here's my thing, though. Because me and my husband have talked about this some. Because I don't understand what the point is. Are they trying to kill people? Like, are they trying to get the They're population trying to down? The population. Okay, is that see? Because I think that's what COVID was. Uh, I think it was an attempt, but they greatly underestimated the human body's immunity and immune response, so it didn't work. But I think that's what the vaccines were. Yeah, I'm, we're going to get flagged for vaccine uh, craziness, but yeah, I can't really speak on the vaccine, <coughs> but I because <laughs> I just can't. But um. But yeah, I do think that's what COVID was, was an attempt to try to wipe out at least the frail, the, the the old, the sick, you know, try to wipe out the frail. But I don't understand this whole, like, are you going to try to starve us to death? Like, what's the... Yes. What's the goal here? Or just eliminate the foods that we kill each other? Like, what's... So here's the thing. you you The easiest way to control a populace is to control the food. Right. If you control the food, people will do anything to survive. But don't they understand? And so by controlling the food production and then polluting the groundwater and the soil, you now give people no way to produce their own food. They've regulated people from being able to, if I had a cow, I can't sell you raw milk. It's illegal for me to sell you raw milk. Like, they've regulated food to the point where you have to get it from government-approved sources. But again, they're underestimating, especially Americans. I don't know. I can't speak for anybody else, but, like... Well, so that's the problem. That's why everybody is attacking America's freedoms right now is because... 
Canada, can you imagine Canadians? Like, they're just going to do whatever the hell their stupid government right. tells them to. We're never going to do that. No. And we're all armed. So we're. I'm gonna. I'm going straight to the richest person's house in my neighborhood and killing them and taking everything they have. So the more wealthy you are. You hear that, Barbara? <laughs> I'm just saying these, like, gazillionaires that are making all these choices, yeah. like, we're going to be, like, literally eating you. So, like, <clears throat> I don't understand what you guys think is going to happen. So, like, <laughs> Have you ever watched Alex Jones? Do you know who Alex Jones is? Mm-hmm. So he's super crazy right-wing conspiracy theorist. Like, he's banned on YouTube. He, he did oh. the whole, like, Sandy Hook never happened. They're making the frogs gay. All this other crap. Uh, okay. Yeah, so super, <laughs> so he it was back during COVID, and it was something like they were starting to shut down some of the food stores and stuff like this. And he was talking about, if it gets to the point, I'll string my neighbor up. I'll carve him up with the chainsaw. I'll eat his ass. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if it gets to that point, there's more of us than there are of you guys. So yeah. I promise you, you're going to be the ones getting drug out of your house. And yeah, sold for meat. <laughs> well, so and that that's where they go to wanting to disarm the populace. Which, again, okay. What happened when, uh, when they outlawed um, alcohol? Oh, yeah. It's not going to work. You're not going to take There's already guns. 3D printed guns. Like You can 3D print an entire Yeah, like gun. it's not going to happen. The 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 and that's I've talked about this before with other people. The American spirit is not patriotism, which is what a lot of people think it is. The American spirit is like individualism. Like yeah. we are not and and it goes way back. Our parents had that mentality. Our grandparents, our great-grandparents, like, it goes all the way back. Because if you survived here, like, if your family came here, who knows when, and you survived, like, that, there is something deep in you that you're going to keep surviving. Now, some are not. We know that. Especially... And that's okay. Maybe they don't need to. Right. Then we'll eat them first before we go for the rich people. But I... (laughs) But I'm this just saying, like, on such a positive note. I know, right? My stomach is growing. You probably hear it on your thing. Um, well, <laughs> sorry. I didn't until you pressed I'm on sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's never going to work. You're always underestimating the general public. The general public will kill you, like, and and will band together to come after those that are oppressing. Exactly. And that's that's the problem. Is they're 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 producing all of this fake oppression. To make people think that what they're experiencing right now is real oppression, while they they actually start the real oppression on the backside, right? But, so the the government is manufacturing all this fake hate between everybody, like right, but, all the crap that we see on the news. When we walk down the street or we go to Walmart, the cruise ship, perfect example. Every nationality, every color, gay, straight, doesn't matter. Everybody was on that boat. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a single person fighting. I didn't see anybody mad at right. each other. I mean, hell, a, a guy like passed out at the damn comedy show <laughs> yeah. one night and everybody turned the lights on and run over and try to help the yeah. dude. Like nobody cared. The the media is the one that's trying to do but all that's this. That's the thing is I feel like there's such a there's such a small percentage of people who believe it. So like they really think that we're that stupid? I don't know that it's that small of a percentage. I do. I mean, because think about you. I mean, just like that, the cruise ship. What you saw, like anytime you're out and about, nobody's believing this stuff. Nobody is, and if they are, I promise you, they're going to be the first ones killed during all of this. Because the minute they want to help the bad guy, we're going to kill him. 
So yep. like, that's it. Like we're always going to be more powerful as a general group. So I don't understand why these people are still trying to control us. You're not going to take the guns. You're not. You can come to every single person's house and search their house. You're not going to find them. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the the big joke in the, the 2A community is, you know, oh, there's going to be a lot of boating accidents. <laughs> oh, man, we lost all our guns in the bottom of the lake. Right. I don't know what happened. Like, it, you know, and they're, I mean, if if they really believe that the majority of Americans own only registered weapons, sure they do. Come, come collect them. We'll hand them over to you. We're not that stupid. Like, I, we're not that stupid, right? Man, we got, like, fired up Mary today. I like this. <laughs> it's because I wanted to do to, to church services today. Yeah, two, so I'm church, really two church services equals based fired up Mary. I like it. I just don't get it. I, I'm so, I don't know. I'm just so sick of, of whoever these people are, these elite people, thinking that we're this stupid. We're not. But and, let them think it. Sure. Well, so okay. and, that, and that's the thing too is like that's why I, I basically stopped consuming almost all mainstream media. Like I don't listen to the news. I don't like I get my news from independent sources on YouTube or and and I don't listen to just people that are on the right or just people that are on the left. I mean neither. I listen to everybody because I don't trust anybody. Exactly. Well, I don't listen to any news. I haven't watched news in a decade. That's why you haven't heard even heard of Andrew Tate. No, I'm saying, I don't know Literally anything about Literally the most anything. Googled person in all of I don't I don't watch YouTube. I don't I don't watch anything. The only thing I watch is TikTok. And even then, like if I start to feel like it's being like pushed a certain way, I'm like, nope. And I completely go like, and if, and anybody that has a blue check, if they start talking about like <clears throat> anything, I'm like, nope, I need yeah. somebody that's got like two, two views. Then I'm like, Oh, what are they saying? Like, that's how <laughs> I do it. Because once you're verified or you're making money off of it, you're discredited completely. Yeah. That's how I feel. About money, it. money corrupts. Exactly. And so you no. will do whatever, once you start getting monetized, you will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to keep getting more and more. Yep. So yeah, that's where I get, which I have very limited information. Obviously, I don't know much about anything, but the little bit that I know <laughs> is either from talking. I'm not going to let you get away with playing stupid all the time. <laughs> talking to people in real life, because I do see a lot of people and I talk to people from a lot of different backgrounds in my job. Um, talking to human beings face to face or very few people that I watch on TikTok and believe or at least listen to what they have to say. Mainly people that are in the areas that like like this this Ohio stuff. I'm watching people who live in yeah, and they're like showing videos of stuff. And she's like, literally, she's like in her house, and like all these people are in like hazmat suits. And she's like, should I be in? <laughs> and the guy's like, no, you're fine. And she's like, but they're in hazmat suits, and they're like 50 was yards it, away from me. Was this the lady that? Because uh, I uh, I was watching one lady that her house was literally like 900 feet from the derailment site. Maybe because this girl, this lady was like videoing from her yeah. house. And she and had, was... the, she said there used to be woods between her and the site, but the government came in and like burned all mm-hmm. the woods and all that stuff. And like, they're not even, <clears throat> they're not even putting topsoil back. They're like, they're just like churning over the dirt yeah. and, and putting grass back on top of it. Like they're not even pulling out the, the contaminated ground. It's, <sighs> it's crazy what they're doing up there. I, I don't, I don't understand why there's not more coverage of it. I mean, but you do understand why there's not more coverage of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you know why. I don't know. I just don't know what the end goal is. I guess it's just a control population, but. Well, and th- and that's the biggest thing is like, so you, you listen to somebody like, so, 
okay, so I'll I'll play Elon Musk fanboy for a minute, but like Elon has a completely different view from Bill Gates, right? Like mm-hmm. he actually actively makes fun of Bill Gates because right. uh, you know, Bill Gates and all these other people are saying, you know, there's a population problem that the world population is spiraling out of control and we're getting too many people and blah blah. Elon's on the other side of it. He's like, there's, we have a population problem, but it's because there's not enough people being born. Like we're at like a one to one right now. We need to be for every one death. There's one birth. Mm -hmm. The population's not growing anymore. Well, and and in Japan, they have an active decline. There are more elderly people in Japan than there are babies being born every day. Well, and if you think about it and this kind of, I'm not going to talk about my book, but it kind of starts to talk, get into my book, but How many people do you know just in the last, let's say the last five years, personally, that have had infertility problems? Uh, Not many because I don't know that many people. Well, that's true. Well, I know a lot because in the last five years, a lot of people I know are trying to have children. Even fewer people that I talk to about their Yeah, I can't see you being like, oh, you guys trying for kids? Hey, how's your badge working? (laughs) So, but for me, because of my age and in the last five years, most people I know have been trying to have babies. The majority of them have had fertility problems. And because of that, obviously, there's going to be a decline in births. Because it, and, and I'm not going to say it. I, I think that was intentional. I think it's for birth control. I'm not going to get on the birth control topic again. So finish your statement, but it goes right down to one of my other topics that I've well, got on here. I think it's very intentional. I think it started back in probably the 80s. With birth control, I think it was meant to mess up women so we can't ovulate, so they can't have kids, so that they knew that my generation, our generation, was not going to be able to reproduce at the rate that the previous generation did. So on this whole, like, you know, I, I agree with you 100% birth control is anytime you're messing with hormones, it's... Yeah. <clears throat> I've been going down this stupid rabbit hole spiral about BPAs and plastics and microplastics and all this other stuff. Like, I mean, I, I told you what a year or better ago about salt. Um, yeah. Like if, if you test normal table salt, it's a percentage of it is plastic because they're getting it from the ocean. Right. And we've been dumping plastic in the ocean for decades. Plastics that we used to dump in the ocean had BPAs in them. So BPAs are a hormonal disruptor. Like, it's terrible for you. So the only salt that I eat is Redmond's real salt, which is from a salt bed in Arizona, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's an ancient salt lake that dried up like before people were dumb enough to put plastic in it. Right. Um, but like <clears throat> I've been going down this line like there's fluoride in the tap water like but OK, so don't drink tap water. Well, almost all bottled water is just bottled tap water. Well, then you go to like reverse osmosis water, like uh, smart water, mm-hmm. but there's no minerals in it. So it's actually leaching minerals out of your bones. And so then you go, okay, well, do I drink like water out of a glass bottle? Well, that's really expensive and you can't really recycle it. So it's not really accessible for the normal person. So the normal person just drinks water out of a bottle with uh, plastic and which is terrible for you. There's phthalates in the normal plastic bottles and like we can't get away from hormonal disruptors mm-hmm. in our normal lives. Seed oils, like we switched a long time ago to only using olive oil when we cook. I've always used olive oil. What else? Do you, what, oh god! What else is there? I mean, there's vegetable oil. Well, olive so there's oil. vegetable oil, canola oil, sunflower oil, all these kind of avocado oil. It's oh. all seed oils. Mm-hmm. 
So it's terrible for you, right? Well, now there's, I want you to start looking up real olive oil. So apparently there's a lot of brands out there that brand it as olive oil, but it's a percentage of olive oil and it's filled with seed oils. Hmm. Like they went through and actually tested these brands and there's only a few of them and they're really expensive that are pure olive oil. So we're, while we're sitting here trying to be healthy and trying to do the right thing, we're getting screwed by the stupid food companies that are putting shit in our food and not telling us about it. Like yeah, I don't try to canned foods. Things, like how, how much canned foods do y'all eat? A lot. A lot. So we used to eat a lot. Now we switched to a lot of frozen vegetables, mm-hmm. which are better, fresher, whatever. Well, the <clears throat> the canned foods, the lining in the damn cans have had BPAs in it. So all the shit that we grew up eating before they found out about BPAs and phthalates, that's a, another aggravator to this whole infertility issue that our generation is having. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I just think it was all intentional. I think. Oh, well. Especially with the birth control. Because, like, I mean, like, well, so my that, mom. That's the thing, though, is, like, they knew about it, but they didn't tell you. Right. And and that's, like, this uh, Edward Bernays guy, he knew that cigarettes cause cancer. He saw the studies mm-hmm. and promoted them to women. He wouldn't let his wife smoke. Yeah. Every time he found cigarettes in the house, he would break them. But he was actively promoting it to every other woman, even that's pregnant funny. women. Money and like you said, they'll do anything for money. Anybody will do anything for money, except for me because I don't understand money and I don't care about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't. The, the birth control, though, I think, like my mom, I asked her, I was like, you know, when you were in high school, did any of your friends were any of y'all on birth control? Absolutely not. That would have been like the most foreign concept to have. Now you find know. a teenage girl that's not exactly. And now I am not promoting teenage pregnancy, but. Birth control. I mean, you're just, they just put it in these girls immediately, like all the time. So all of the girls I grew up with have been on birth control. I have never been on birth control because I had kids super young and my mom would let me get birth control when I was in high school because she thought it would make me have more sex. So it's a great theory. But anyways, (laughs) so I've never been on birth control, thank God. And so I didn't have any problems having my kids, but everybody all of my friends that were on birth control all throughout high school, every single one of them has had trouble having kids. One of them can't have children at all. Um, and I, I cannot say that I don't think it's related because I do. And I, and I think it's intentional. Yeah. And the, the fact of the matter is that there have been no long-term studies on it because it doesn't pay to know. Like it, there, there's no reason, there's no financial incentive for these companies to do a long-term study Mm-mm. to find out how harmful it is. Right. No. They only want to do long-term studies to find out how effective it is. Right. So they can promote effectiveness, but not Yeah, they can promote reduction. effectiveness by saying, oh, half of you are going to be infertile. Never yeah. going to have kids. We did a great job there. <clears throat> it's crazy. I well, can't... so it, I, I think there's also a mindset switch, too. Like, a lot of young people don't want to have kids. Like, they, especially women. I think it's been, mar- again, marketed to women mm-hmm. that your job should come before your, your family and... Uh, I, I don't know, again, I'm not a woman, obviously. I have this beautiful beard, but of course I've seen some women with I was going to say, that doesn't make you not okay. <laughs> but, uh, like, I, I don't understand, like, how, like if, if I had the option to create a human life or have a career, I would obviously choose to create a human life. I think that's probably one of the most important functions that humans serve on this planet is propagating our species. 
See, I never wanted kids, so I definitely never had that mentality. Growing up, growing up, all I ever wanted was to work and to do something amazing. Like I always, like I saw myself doing something amazing. I wanted to be like, like a plastic surgeon that worked on like burn victims. Like I had these like really elaborate dreams. And when I got pregnant, the very first thought was not, oh, I got to get rid of this kid. The very first thought was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to be a surgeon because that's going to be way too much school. And now I'm going to have this kid. So my whole career path had to change once I got pregnant because I had never factored in. So there is a choice that has to be made for women, probably a little bit more so than men in that aspect. I'm not saying you can't have kids and be a surgeon. You definitely can. But your timeline does get altered a little bit more as the woman because you have to go through the pregnancy, go through the recovery. And if you're nursing, that kind of – it just stretches your timeline out. So yeah. you do you do have to make some choices. But I also think that a lot of us, my our generation – it was kind of like looked down upon if you just wanted to like get married and have kids, then you were looked at kind of like dumb and like, yeah. You know? I, I, well, no, I mean, I get that. Like, Oh, you just want to be a mom or you just want to be a traditional housewife. Right. And I'm guilty of it because like when people, even now, I mean, I have three kids. I've always worked. When I meet people that don't, I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's like, and, but it's because that's been, kind of put into me my whole life yeah. that like that's not an acceptable choice. Oh God. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my you my hands up here. You keep it's, those tiny things I, flying around. I um I, you know it's not an acceptable choice to just say, oh I just want to be a mom. Like to me growing up I was like, oh loser. But really it's like that's not that's not fair because that's yeah. if that's what you want to do and that's what you want your role to be. So we definitely were for me, anyways, I felt very much like that was a cop-out, a loser, like a you're never going to amount to anything if that's all you do type of role. Whereas now that I am a mom and an adult and a working mom, I really wish I was just a mom. That'd be fantastic. Well, and that's the problem, too, is like it's been – I think the whole job market has shifted to where it's expected for both parents to work. It's almost a necessity now. Oh, Yeah. Where if you're not a two-income household, you are below the poverty line mm-hmm. in most cases. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's almost a uh, an extravagance to be able to stay at home. Like it's oh yeah. But like we we decided early on that like she was going to stay at home and and raise the kids because I didn't want other people raising my kids. Right. So <clears throat> I just worked extra hard to make sure that we could afford for her to stay home. And yeah, it probably cut us back a lot. Oh, like, you know, we finally got to this big, nice house. Well, we probably could have been here a lot sooner if right. we had both been working, but I wouldn't trade it. And like my husband, I'm sure he would have let me do that. He was not the one that was like, no, you're going to work. No, he would have <laughs> probably been happier if I would have done that. But I felt that my only value was going to be to have a career. I didn't yeah. feel like being a mother was going to be valuable at all. So again... I don't think that's necessarily the right choice, but because of how I've viewed stay-at-home moms, which I still have a bad taste in my mouth for stay-at-home moms, if I'm being honest, only because of their complaining that really bothers me. But, and like... Because you're doing both. Right. Like, they'll post things like, oh, I'm a I'm a housekeeper and I'm a doctor and I'm a this and I'm a, and I'm a cook and I'm a... All these like tasks and I'm like... Okay, add 40 hours a week on top of that outside. Like, you're st- we still have to do everything you have to do. 
Like just because we work doesn't mean there's someone else cooking dinner. There's someone well, else yeah, doing laundry. I, like I think that goes the other way too. Is like I think a lot of times stay at home moms will look down on working moms. It's oh, like yeah. okay, you're not doing enough with your family or right. your kids. So I mean, I, I think it goes both ways. Or they think that we have like housekeepers or nannies or. No, I don't have a housekeeper. If he calls me one more time, like, I don't I'm know gonna, if I should I'm answer gonna, it. I'm going to put him on air. I don't know if I should answer it or not. I mean, they are home alone, but like, dude, what? Like, <laughs> As you're complaining about having to answer a phone right. call from this your kids. This is why I should have focused on my career. You know what? Kids are I shouldn't have had your ass. <laughs> They're so annoying. <laughs> but like a lot of people think that I have like a housekeeper. I'm like, absolutely not i wish <laughs> no and and you have three boys so getting them to clean up is right. extra hard yeah like i pretty much do everything like and sarah will actually like just go in there and start cleaning at night okay like it's calling me back to back <laughs> go ahead well should i call no uh, we're done anyway okay you good yeah we'll wrap it I'm up good. freaking well. kids see they ruin everything <laughs> don't have kids stay, no, stay with good. your career we're, we're at an hour okay good. we're good all right bye. <laughs>